Midlife Millennials. We are at episode 10. I'm Stacy. And I'm Mandy. <laughs> and we are super happy you have stuck with us through nine full episodes. And now here we are at 10. You guys are so great. And, and we're coming around to this old, what is it, de- decade now? And I don't know. <laughs> I was just thinking, oh, we're so old now. We're going to age that much in a decade. decade. All of a sudden, we don't have teeth. <laughs> I know. Health <laughs> canes. The future of our episode. <laughs> <laughs> so it's episode 10. It's a special episode because now we're in the double digits. Um, what is your poison? I, I'm drinking a cold brew with white mocha and cinnamon. Oh, yes. I am super happy you are because I am also drinking a cold brew. I decided I was going to go to Starbucks and I got the um, salted caramel cream cold foam cold brew. (laughs) All the stuff. (laughs) I needed something salty and sweet at the same time. Excellent. Mm. The foam just feels good in my mouth. You know, I was so bummed out that they got rid of that macadamia uh, white I know, chocolate. Oh, they like ran out of it super fast. I'm like, because um, I told people to drink it. I'm just that popular. Right? <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't jump on the bandwagon until the end. So I, I got like one whole one. And then when I went back, they were like, oh, I'm sorry. This is discontinued. I'm like, sons of uh, bitches. Discontinued. Why? Why? Mm. Just make more of it. Send Seriously, more. It's just I, flavoring. Right. I, I like two things on your menu. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And then you got one more thing and, and I was going to spend my money all year. Right. But no. Bring back the white chocolate macadamia nut cold from cold brew. I can't say it. Maybe that's why it's off the menu. Cause it was like, really, it was a really long uh, name. I think your cold, caramel, salted caramel, cold foam, cold cream, cold brew is a lot harder to say. <laughs> actually. Know, right? We got to start like abbreviating these things. The, 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 the I, I, I don't know. Sultan caramel quotes, the S C S C C F C B. Give me an S C C F C B right now. Stat. Too sweet. I wonder if I like went to Starbucks and ordered like that, if they would actually know what I meant. I feel like they would. Oh, for sure. As a former starbucksian um i can i could tell you that i'd probably get it wait were you a barista for them for a while i was yeah i was, was I've, I've i've spent many a year as a barista but uh for starbies it was only about i don't know just a few months <laughs> that was uh <laughs> when COVID hit i uh that's when i was no longer a starby employee oh so it was recent it was the year of 2020. Yeah. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. That but was a traumatic was... year for me. Yeah. <laughs> In many ways. Was, <laughs> no wonder I didn't that realize the... that you were like a Starbucks priest at the time. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I remember you being at the tea house, like back in the day. Yeah, yeah. That's where I spent most of, uh, most of my day back then was at mm-hmm. the Egyptian tea room and many friends yeah. were made and Sabrina and I worked there and that's where we both uh, really cultivated our talent of barista-ing 
<laughs> yeah and yeah she she makes a killer freaking coffee dude yeah nice. we did you ever work for the living room no i i was going to but we kind of we were right around the corner from each other because it was around uh san Diego state and yeah. uh almost rivals almost rivals because we true had a lot of the same stuff but um we also had the the restaurant portion and the hookah portion that you know we made oh, stuff right. like blackened the salmon and, oh yeah hookah was hookah. like huge i feel like that was a millennial thing actually this totally goes with what we're talking about today but hookah <laughs> was like an early 2000s trend and it was yeah. like cool because you could like go with all your friends and like that was definitely a go-to college hookah. relax yeah because we were right by state too and so not only do we have a bunch of like San Diego State students working with us, but they would there would be students there studying, uh, groups getting together, that sort of thing. So it was definitely a huge um, decompression sort of thing uh, mm -hmm. for a lot of college students. Yeah. yeah, and for people who are on the East Coast that don't know what the living room is, <laughs> it's a pretty. Yeah. Uh, mm. How would you describe it? It's a coffee shop, but yeah, it's like a. a I, I would say cafe for sure because yeah. it had like you could get like some uh cold sandwiches um well, they had that badass black forest cake there yeah, so good. yeah and then a lot of a lot of in-house baked goods as well mm -hmm. um there another one that's really good is Lestat's and honestly I had the best vegan cinnamon roll I've ever had in my life from that place so Ooh. I remember yeah, I we... learned to play California Monkey Spank at um, oh <laughs> and it's I have not heard that name in a long yeah, time. It's not as dirty as it sounds. <laughs> it's a card game, folks. That's <laughs> <laughs> a card game. But yeah, that was another oh, like. Uh, well, I think the original one was by San Diego State, right? And so it was like totally like a college hangout, and then they expanded and they have new ones. They were building one down my, yeah. by my sister's house at one point. I don't know if it ever opened. It actually took place oh, at know. Starbucks where all the, um, all the like Middle Eastern men would play their backgammon outside. That's right. Yeah. It's like totally a thing, by the way, that people out here would not understand. But these like very large groups of Middle Eastern men, like that was their thing. They would go. I don't think they actually ordered anything. I don't know. I don't think I ever saw them drinking anything. They're all like smoking cigars and they would play backgammon yeah. for like hours outside of Starbucks. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, statistically, and I don't know if it's the same now, but um, I think it's uh, Detroit and El Cajon, mm -hmm. San Diego here are the two most densely populated with that demographic. And so yeah. growing up, we just saw it increase more and more. And then, uh, you know, um, it just like their hangouts became our hangouts. I'm like, Hey, we like to hang out the same place. Like what's, yeah. what's going on? Well, we went to school <laughs> with like a ton of middle Eastern kids. And I remember when I started tutoring, I think, I think it was when I was tutoring, I was tutoring with a couple, um, Kurdish kids and like the things that they would tell me about, like leaving their countries, like coming from a war torn place. And just all yeah. of the horrible, like just horrifying things that we have the privilege of not having to worry about. Um, but they came from that yeah. and they were just so excited to be like in El Cajon of all places, you know, like. 
I know. It just yeah. they felt so much safer and, you know, they really appreciated it where we tend to take those yeah. kinds of things for granted. We haven't had, we don't have our homes getting bombed every day. We don't have half our family right. members like die unexpectedly because there was like a car bomb outside of their work, you know? Yeah. That's why I think maybe, maybe when we all found out um, when 9-11 happened and, and who they were blaming and, and what, what, I guess, because he belonged to a Middle Eastern demographic, it just really started mm-hmm. to um, make people really uncomfortable, I think, uh, across the, the country. But finding out about that, I mean, mm-hmm. we grew up hanging out like our like closest friends were, you know, I had friends that were Chaldean and I had friends that, you know, it mm-hmm. just, it was such a normal mm-hmm. thing, just like growing up with Hispanic friends or growing, you know, it, um, it was... Yeah. I think we were really privileged in that yeah. way to grow up in a diverse area. 100%. Um, it certainly changes your perspective. Where my sister and I both remember being kids, because like I moved from this area when I was like 10 or 11. Um, we remember being little kids, and there was like this constant fear of like, the Mexicans are going to come take your jobs, like all this totally unrealistic stuff. Yeah that when you live so close to the border, you're like, they're not coming up to take your freaking like blue collar, whatever, like (laughs) assembly line job, like chill out. (laughs) And by the way, their food is way better. Oh yeah. That is, that is (laughs) just going to put that out there. That's give me a good burrito or a taco over a freaking hot dog. any day. (laughs) That's the only reason why I'm not leaving San Diego. You cannot find food anywhere oh, else like God. you do in San Diego. You guys there in New York so are good. missing out. Like, I mean, okay, cool. You guys, my favorite food is Italian and, you know, you know. F, yeah, we have a lot of F you guys for having the best <laughs> Italian food in the country. But, um, I'll yeah, I'll suffice it with uh, Mexican food for sure. Top-notch Mexican food. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, Yeah. yeah. Can't beat some freaking carne asada fries or like, I mean, some badass Baja fish tacos. Like (laughs) even Rubio's knows how to get down on Mexican food. Come on. (laughs) I know they should open a Rubio's up here. Yeah. I'd probably be their only customer, but (laughs) damn, I'd be there every day. guys we want to thank you so sincerely for for sticking with us for 10 episodes um it's a big deal for us it's a big deal because you know we just like decided to do this one day and this is where we're at and we're we're really happy with it and we love all of your guys's commentary and everything uh we know that a couple of episodes have gotten a little bit uh heavier and long <laughs> we've definitely we can be serious sometimes yeah, <laughs> sometimes we could definitely uh we could definitely draw it out too so I, I know that some of these are a little bit longer if you've got any feedback if there's some things that you do don't want to hear uh please let us know we want a completely open forum with all of you guys uh we want to make sure that we are you know not just sitting on here for our own amusement <laughs> we are amusing you guys too <laughs> And then also on the flip side, if you guys have any, um, if you want to hear more dramatic, more juicy, more political, more, (laughs) more, 
mutton. Oh, God, that's hot. That's spicy. I don't know. If you want to hear. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have a plethora of political material, whether we want it or not. (laughs) Oh, man. Since, you know, election season is like in full bloom. Oh, for sure. For sure. (laughs) And we got so much. There's always something going on in the climate out there. There's the world is a, a wild place. And if we can give you a break from that wild, stressful place to, to help you realize you're not the only one that's going crazy here as a millennial or any, any generation. Come on guys, come on down. You're all welcome. Boomers. It's I come on down. Come on down. Come on down. Uh, <laughs> get your best Drew Carey voice out. My best Drew Carey. <laughs> that's a very, he's got a very generic voice. I don't know if I could do that. But the price is right, dude. Come on down. <laughs> I do a little bit more Bob Barker, I think. All right, come yeah, on that's true. down. No, that's not Bob Barker at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't either. <laughs> Grandpa? Anyway, neither of us can host The Price is Right. That's, yeah, what, that's, that's what it comes down to. Confirming. <laughs> I'm going to nix my audition for that next month. <laughs> you know, I feel like we would be a great duo. That's what they should do after Drew Carey retires. They should just have you and I host it. <laughs> yeah like as a female duo just we'd have a great time oh man oh man that would be hilarious the only problem is i would want to play all the games i know i'd be like (laughs) it's 50 it's 50 dollars. wait no don't don't guess that that's my guess wait i can't play oh okay do you think that they play like after the audience is gone like do you think like the host and what's his name you know, the guy that calls all the people. I'd imagine. From, I'd imagine. From the audience. Oh, for sure. Like a like a company, like all the models company party or something like that. It's like, oh, it's Bob's birthday. So what are we gonna do? Well, he wants to play Playco again. I guess we'll do that and we'll have I him spin Plinko. the wheel. <laughs> that and the little mountaineer yodely guy goes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> goes up his little that one, and I like the rat race one too. Oh, gotcha. It's so fun. Yeah. I just like being totally wrong on how much a washing machine costs. I'm like, damn, that's a lot of money. I'm going to a yard sale. Oh my God. I'm so off on the prices now. <laughs> I don't know. They're all over the place. I'm just, I'm really bad at guessing. I used to be really good at that game. You're like, and now you're like, well, Drew, uh, are we talking about uh, pre-2008 or post-2008? Are we also talking about 2023? Because uh, we got to know what price era we're talking about these costs here right. are we considering the current uh you know yeah. inflation and right yeah <laughs> interest rate hike that we just had another one yeah like what? before i'm even show interest calculation right before i even show interest on uh telling you what i think the car costs can you tell me what the mileage is per gas like gas mileage is on uh <laughs> city and interstate please <laughs> I used to think that the cars they had on there were so cool. And now they're like the really crappy, like <laughs> baseline model of like anything. Yeah. Like, not, I don't know. They're not going to put like a Tesla on there. Has there, has there been a Tesla? No. I doubt it. <laughs> There's never anything good like that. Yeah. Anyway, so let's get into some stuff. Um, <laughs> I mean, kind of talking about, <laughs> kind of talking about game shows and stuff. Um, I I don't think the game show is one of these at the moment, but trends that have returned recently mm-hmm. that we remember mm-hmm. as millennial children, and now we're midlife millennials. Like, 
Um, one of the big <laughs> ones you and I both talked about this is like anime. Anime has made this like huge resurgence. Yeah. And like Sailor Moon, I remember watching Sailor Moon when I was in middle school. Wow. And like, I still have the whole freaking theme song memorized. And my friend April and I used to like sing it and record it on cassette. And then uh, her, I remember her sister, she had a sister that was a couple years older and she painted like a Sailor Moon mural in our school cafeteria. Cause there was like this mural club. It was really cool. It's like Sailor Moon has totally come back. Pokemon is like a big thing again. Oh no. <laughs> Pokemon cards are flat out banned at my school. Like it's written, it's written down as like a rule. And I didn't know <laughs> this until this year where I had students that were like bringing a crap ton of Pokemon cards and I'm like, nope, take them home. And this one girl I gave her like oh, twice, I gave her the opportunity to take her Pokemon binder home and she didn't. So I ended up having to confiscate it and take it to the office after the third time. I feel like Pokemon is like one of those that has kind of just stuck out through the, through the generations. I don't know if, mm -hmm. if I would consider that one like a, like a comeback, but one that has transcended the generations since we were young, because like, for example, like magic, the, the gathering, that one, came back for sure because there was a lot of people who didn't even know about it until just you know the past couple of years right um i have a friend now shout out to george uh george doesn't live out here anymore but he and i went to school together um when i was little and he works for wizards of the coast now and oh, it was nice. like his dream job and he's finally doing that so hey oh, fellow millennial living his dream there you go. <laughs> hell yeah he's yeah a beacon of light for us all <laughs> I will keep yeah. my personal thoughts about Magic the Gathering to myself. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> See, I grew, anyway. up my, I grew up with my cousins playing that. That was, it was that. And then later on, um, Pokemon, you know, with when they had the app and everything like that. But um, mm -hmm. Magic the Gathering was really big for my cousins, uh, for my cousin Chase specifically and his friends. But um, mm -hmm. I never got into, I never, never got into that. I wanted to get into the tabletop uh role-playing games like uh well i mean dungeons and dragons is like a classic that people still play so that's mm -hmm. there's that risk. But, do people still play risk um i'm sure uh i'm sure I remember all the like theater kids playing that yeah i'm <laughs> like i only ever remember i only ever remember our theater teacher bringing it to christmas parties and stuff i gotta remember oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember we're all of a sudden we're like where do where do all the boys go they're like all playing risk yeah <laughs> like, okay all right i guess we'll sit and talk about it <laughs> but yeah <laughs> um i didn't start watching anime until i was older uh like um full metal alchemist and and a couple of other ones that i liked but uh my my beautiful black kitty though her name is luna oh is a that's right sailor moon but on that on that on a similar uh note though like k-pop has come over this over to us here and i've noticed that that has become a really big thing too whereas before um it was very few and far in between that somebody in high school would be somebody who listened to k-pop mm -hmm. um or anything that wasn't like backstreet boys and and sing right which because like you can say k-pop now and i actually know what you're talking about <laughs> right yeah <laughs> Are there other trends that you can think of that have like come back recently? Well, I mean, so we've got the, the nineties fashion, like clothes and mm. accessories and stuff like that. Even hairstyles, dude. Like 
I have so shaved my head back in February of last year. So it's growing back all natural. And <laughs> um, because for those of you who know me, uh, I like destroyed my hair ever since I was in eighth grade. I've colored it. So, <laughs> so it's, it, it, she, she, she lived as long as she could. Um, but, uh, <laughs> anyway, so I started like styling my hair, but I noticed I was styling it like I did in the nineties, <laughs> like doing the, doing the section, sectioning it off and doing the twists that go back, you know, and I didn't have any butterfly clips, but. Oh, I did. That was definitely. <laughs> Dude, those are coming back too. Yeah, they're all those over. Are coming back too. Like jelly necklaces, those oh, um, yeah, chokers, and the jelly, jelly bracelets chokers. and stuff too. But I have not noticed these same trends with men. Like men just kind of wear like, here's my shorts and t-shirt. And if I'm dressing up, here's a polo. Right, right. And maybe, maybe like maybe some skater stuff, you know, 90s skater with like the Osiris shoes with like the thick ass uh, tongue and, you know, scuffs down mm. the, the side of the Yeah. I, I would have expected that. I have noticed a lot of guys wearing like the Vans, like skater style that we wore back in high school. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, I haven't seen people wear those in a long time. Oh yeah, for sure. The one thing that I think sticks out for me and it's more of the younger generation. So it's a very specifically uh, a trend for, for the guys that is coming back. Okay. It is mm -hmm. the 90s heartthrob hairstyle. Okay. I'm thinking... Devin Sawa, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, you know how it's parted uh -huh. down the middle and then it had this like loop wave thing. Yes. So it looked like it looked like an an M yeah. for Mandy on, <laughs> on his head. Oh man. I don't know. I don't know. The dude I'm seeing right now has crazy curly hair. You know my thing for curly hair though. Like it's I I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't like trim it and do the like <laughs> the nineties swoop. I don't know if he could though. It's a little wild. Well, be careful because you don't want it to get into like weird owl curly long and and you know, cook that right. So. I, I asked him if he would grow it out and then he no. said no. And I'm like, Well, does it get like really greasy and kind of grungy looking? He's like, Yeah. I'm like, Okay, maybe we don't do that. It's a, people with curly hair, it's a very fine line between styles like you just you, you have to walk a fine line especially as a guy i can imagine you have to walk a fine line like look at look at justin timberlake look at how much guff he got for having curly delicious locks of beautiful hair mm. Mm. he and and everybody i mean anybody at school i would they were all i didn't call him this i was gonna say i did but I, i'm not gonna claim this but they used to get the term ramen head oh because their hair looked like oh top God. ramen <laughs> Doesn't that only work for blondes? <laughs> Maybe. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. If your ramen noodles are dark brown or black, you've done something wrong. <laughs> Did you know they actually turn purple in your stomach acid? Oh, interesting. Yeah, a really deep beet purple. <laughs> well, do you, anyway. <laughs> do you remember Andrew Causey yeah, in high school? Yeah. Yeah. He was my first, like, I want to put my fingers in that man's hair. Like, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> and this totally explains why I was like a huge Heath Ledger fan later on. Like, oh yeah, those curls. All yeah. about the curly hair. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so Andrew, <laughs> him and the curly hair like that. Back then, he just reminded me of the bad guy in A Knight's Tale. Yes. Oh my god, that guy was hot. What? 
I had a dream about that guy. I had a dream about that guy once. I had a dream about that guy. Yeah. The actor, not Andrew. What the fuck was his name? I can't remember. Because he was in a bunch of stuff back then. Oh, yeah. I still is. I mean, he was in Tristan and Isolde. He was in other stuff. My dream. I don't know. Because he had like those blue eyes, didn't he? Oh, I don't know. He had a lazy eye. I know that. He had one eye. It wasn't working right. (laughs) He was not completely symmetrical like uh, Heath Ledger is. Uh, Was. Is. That man, he was beautiful. Um, Oh, Rufus Sewell. Ah. He played Count Adamar. Yep. And what else was he in? A whole bunch of stuff. Oh, he's in a new series called The Diplomat. Interesting. He was in Sweeney Todd. What? Anyway, go back to <laughs> like Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So he's been like some new stuff. That's cool. Oh, nice. Good for him. Um, but I'm going back to like where was A Knight's Tale? Good lord, how long ago was that movie? <laughs> oh, that was oh, like was in the I... holiday. That's right. He played Jasper in the holiday. <laughs> um. He was in The Illusionist, which is also a great one. That was right after Tristan is old. Okay. Okay. Yeah, see, this guy was in everything. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you want to guess what year A Knight's Tale was? Uh, I want to say 2002. Oh, so close. 2001. Oh, dang. Wow. Yeah. I thought I was going on the early. Dang. It had I know. Been, it had to have been right after 10 Things I Hate About You. Or no. What is that? Is that that movie? The Heath Ledger movie? Um, Julia Stiles? Yeah, with Heath Ledger. Yeah. Uh, I don't know when that was. That was had to be in the late 90s. Because you remember, like, all those, like, tween movies? Like, She's All That and yeah. Some Things I Hate About You. And, um, oh, there's one that I love. What is it? Oh, man. It's got Seth Green in it. <laughs> he was, like, he's wearing the parachute pants. He's got the goggles on the head. He is so 90s. 10 Things um, I Hate About You was 99 with Julia Stiles. Oh my God. I don't know that one with Seth Green. I just, well, I mean, we were suckers for Without a Paddle. That, yes. <laughs> ah, that movie. <laughs> I'm Dr. Mott now. <laughs> my mind's telling me no, but my body. <laughs> body's telling me oh, no. Oh yeah, American Pie was 99 also. Holy crap. Dang. So many urban legends. Dawson's Creek. There was a short called Queer Things I Hate About You. (laughs) (laughs) I want to look that up now. So we had two people kind of like suggest some things when we ask like what we should talk about for episode 10 um and i feel like these kind of go together so again meg meg was meg's awesome and she follows us and she's great um she (laughs) suggested like what would be on your like millennial bingo card so she put on hers like being a farmer's market regular (laughs) (laughs) which is totally a thing now um But also our friend Emily, shout out to Emily. We went to school with her. Um, She said like, (laughs) she had a story about um, going through a drive-thru and some girl said something about her being like cut or something. 
<laughs> but it wasn't in the way that we knew it of like when you're like you've been working out kind of cut and yeah. she's like i had to look it up because i didn't understand what the slang was <laughs> so for her i think on her bingo card would be like the, the not understanding slang anymore from the younger generations right. and i was like oh, crap i have to look up so many things especially with like texting and stuff. I'm like, I don't know what this means. And I don't want anyone to know that I don't know what it means. So I'm going to look it up on Urban Dictionary first. <laughs> and then I'll act like I knew it all along. Right. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, we're, we're just, I think that started happening when we were just barely into our thirties too. Like, like that, uh, cap, yeah. like w whether it's cap or not and stuff like that, I think was like, not, it was a while ago, but I think so, we started hearing, yeah, stuff. started yeah. hearing all that stuff, you know, just barely into my thirties. And I'm like, Oh, what the hell is going on with the language here? Right. I'm you're like having a conversation <laughs> with someone. And you're like, I have no fucking idea what you just said. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like it's, it's humans way of like deciphering whether you're too young for me or not. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fantastic gauge. If you do not understand the language that someone is using because you just don't understand the slang, like you should not be dating that person. Yeah. yeah. They're too Walk young away. for you. Walk Gentlemen. Away. Or too old. Yeah. Or too old. I mean, you could go the other way around too. <laughs> or too old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I spend a lot of time around older generations. So sometimes I use terms that are not a millennial term. <laughs> so they're not super, super jive with the new kids. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, we're let's talk about some things that would be on your millennial bingo card. So when Meg when I read Meg's about the farmers market being a farmers market regular, I immediately thought of like the farm to table restaurants. Yeah. Like when you go out to eat as a millennial, you're like, Well, is it farm to table and organic? Because if not, I'm not going. I'm not gonna spend my money on that. <laughs> and what <laughs> and farmer... are there gluten free options? Is the farm local that these cows were harvested from? <laughs> <laughs> were these cows free range, grass fed? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if I'm eating meat today. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a California yeah. thing too. Like, <laughs> oh my I think God. it's just a millennial thing now. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like a California millennial. Right? <laughs> um. <laughs> So, uh, one that I have noticed, I noticed a couple, there's, um, have to do with diet too. I think diet, uh, like food and what we put in our bodies yeah. absolutely didn't give two shits about as a teenager. And now I'm like, oh my God, is it gluten-free? It has to be gluten-free. My skin <laughs> cannot handle it. And, <laughs> and like, <laughs> and also like going semi non-dairy, like I love cheese. I am not going to give up cheese oh. for anybody. I don't care if you've got a gun, yeah. sir. Extra, extra, seriously, extremely sharp cheddar. That's me. Okay. That's okay. my new name. <laughs> <laughs> Mine. Dibs. I'm more of a mild cheddar sort of person, but uh, I could get down okay. on some provolone, you know? Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> but like, but like cows, like having actual milk. So oat milk is like my go-to mm -hmm. now for everything. Um, but I don't even still, I don't drink a whole lot of it. It's like if, if I happen to have cereal or if I'm making something or whatever, you know, so, so I've noticed that too. Um, yeah. What millennials, the generation of making milk out of everything. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
I went back to, um, yeah. to almond milk. I was doing the oat milk thing for a while, but then I was like, oh, no, there's like too many like oils in the oat milk. I'm going to the <laughs> almond milk. Um, but now it's bad. Like I put it in my coffee that I make in the mornings and then on occasion I'll have cereal. But I started making protein shakes with my almond milk and now I have to buy like nice. the gallon size. Right. Like recently, <laughs> yeah. I just started. This was like this is a very much like the last couple of weeks. I'm like, I need more oh, uh, more almond milk, rather. Um, and yeah, I found that like almond breeze comes in these like gallon size things. So I bought a gallon Dang. and went through it so fast. I'm like, next time I need to buy two gallons of this almond milk. This is ridiculous. Wow, holy cow! But it says it has more That's calcium like... than like regular cow's milk. So the almond that. milk is getting out of hand. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> I don't like the taste of almond milk, but you know, I, I've had cashew milk hmm. and I have to say that's, mm -hmm. that's not too bad. That's not too bad. Yeah. And now there's like, you can get mixes of like oat and almond half and half kind of things and stuff. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Josh, uh, had a contribution for his bingo card. Uh, yeah. his is as a millennial preferring a quiet night in over going out now yeah i think totally this is so this is just anybody uh, no matter what generation you're in the minute you hit hit your mid-30s or so you're like you know what no i don't do you want to come over and watch a movie no you want to go out have fun because i'm staying here and and we used to party a lot in our 20s mm -hmm. we went balls to the wall for sure and Maybe that's why we just got totally burnt out on all the partying and drinking. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but the, but now it's like, and even when it comes to like a local bar or something like that, or someplace chill, I'm just like, nah, dude, bro, I must, I must stay home. <laughs> it is a struggle for me to get friends to go out to uh, karaoke. <laughs> it, it is a struggle. Uh, it's real. Yeah. No, I believe it. And honestly, like I love doing it, but there are weekends where I'm like, I just, I've done something every weekend up to that weekend. And it's like, no, I just want to be in my jammies and stay up till one o'clock in the morning doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. dude. Like, <laughs> like I'll stay up all. Yeah. We'll stay up late. I'm not, I'm not like a boomer. I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna go to sleep at eight, which um, <clears throat> during the week I do go to bed at eight, but that's, besides the point uh <laughs> i'll still stay up and you know we could play checkers or you know checkers. Video, I'll play video i games. totally like i put on like a show because i always think in my mind like i don't want to commit to a movie a movie's too long <laughs> so i'll put on a show and end up watching like three hours worth of the show but not even watching it like most of it i'm on my phone doing something else you could and then I'm like, what did I just watch for three hours? Yeah, between these like TikTok videos and people's random Facebook posts and like right. whatever else I'm doing to space out. And now it's one o'clock in the morning, and I probably should go to bed. You could have put a, <laughs> you could have put a. This is what I do. You could have put a whole ass uh, Lord of the Rings on during that time. Director's cut. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I could have watched the entire thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, um, I had a couple, uh, bingo card things. And one I actually thought of today because I finally checked my mail. I check my mail like once every two weeks. And, um, I realized like, I don't know, maybe this is just a me thing, but I feel like it's a millennial thing now as we're aging, actually filling out 
and returning the medical surveys you get oh when you go to a new doctor. <laughs> so I just went to a new doctor because they're like all my doctor stuff got all mixed up. So I'm like, okay, I'm getting I'm getting a new doctor. And I went and I got the paper survey. And first of all, I'm like, well, who's who's sending this by mail? Like I want to do this online. But then I'm like, I still want to like sit down and give this some thought. So that I can send it back to them. Like they're even gonna fucking care. <laughs> what is but I feel like, you know, my opinion on my my visit was, you know, important. So yeah. I'm gonna send it back. Yeah. Surveys. And it's postage paid. So yeah. <laughs> but like actually filling those out. Cause I used to just throw that stuff away. Yeah. I still don't like the, I don't get any of those ones. But I get like emails for to do surveys and stuff, and I'm like, oh yes, I do wanna, I do wanna review that product, please. I don't know why I put the old <laughs> Gam Gam's voice on, but <laughs> I feel like she doesn't have anything else to do, so Gam Gam's gonna sit and do some online surveys. That <laughs> <laughs> probably that's what they do, right? That and I wrote down a couple more. What else did I put on here? Let me see. Oh, gardening, which oh <laughs> goes with like, like suddenly I'm interested in gardening. Oh yeah, um, kind of goes with the farmers market thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, you just you hit a point in your life, <laughs> um, and considering the right toilet paper when you go shopping. Yeah, I will only purchase certain ones because some are not like. Some are like single ply, like who buys single ply? It does jack shit. (laughs) Um, And then like some leave like fibers behind, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, I'm definitely a fan of like the Kirkland brand. I love theirs for whatever reason. But when I can't get to Costco, my backup is like Cottonelle. Okay. So I'm very thoughtful about the toilet paper that I purchased. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's very interesting. That's a good one though, because I... You really just don't give a fluff about that when you're a teenager <laughs> back then. Yeah. You just don't care. Um, wow, that, that is a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, like that and my cleaning supplies. Like you just start uh, caring about like what you're wiping your butt with and then what you're cleaning the toilet bowl with. I love cleaning. I, I That one though for me, I yeah, I think that one for me though has been something that I've had ever since I was born it's i think that's a genetic thing for me for my dad i used to hate it because we had like assigned chores and it was like torture to do the chores Uh, my cousins had assigned chores like they they would rotate and everything but they had very um uh strict chores and 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 all that i was never made to do anything of that nature because it was already done because i already did it (laughs) because I didn't need to be told because I enjoyed it and now it's therapy for me. So yeah, (laughs) I love cleaning. So we've kind of gone on for a while about some silly stuff. I say that the bingo card ideas kind of took the place of our ears today. We should save our ears for next week. Okay. Um, Give the ears a break. Give the ears a break. Um, If you're cool with that. Uh, But we would love to hear what would be on your millennial bingo card. Or if you're a different generation, like Gen X or a boomer, I know we have a few boomer listeners, what would be on your bingo card? Now that you're, you know, you're a few decades ahead of us, we want to know what's coming. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What should we get prepared for? 
Right. <laughs> so you can find us at Midlife Millennials on Facebook. You can email us, millennials1986 at gmail.com. Yeah, send us what would be on your life bingo card. Thanks for that great idea, Meg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're going to wrap up episode 10. Man, you're always so much better at like ending the show than I am. <laughs> I'm going to let you just have at it. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you so much for joining us on episode 10 of Midlife Millennials. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, uh, Google, and now Amazon and, and right, Amazon, right? And, and Audible. Yeah, Amazon Music. Amazon Music and Audible, yeah. which I... I have Audible and I love it. And you guys should find us on there. Uh, know that sharing and rating helps boost the signal to people who haven't ever heard of us. And don't you want to share us with other people? Or maybe... The signal? This share. Boost the signal. <laughs> boost the signal. We have like a millennial signal, like the bat signal, but... Yes. It's... That's sweet. It's just... it's just. If you want to design our midlife millennial signal... Yeah. Please That's do awesome. and submit it. Yes. I put that on my roof. Oh, hell yeah. I'd put it on a t-shirt and wear it around. <laughs> it'd probably say something like, right. it'd probably say something like S&M, but you know, that's I know, right? It's good with me. Uh, or MS, which is like multiple sclerosis, <laughs> which is not cool. Oh, it could be like MS, MS awareness, but not in that way. <laughs> Alrighty. Anyway. Okay. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, and I'm going to leave you with a thought like this. If you find yourself in the middle of the woods, butt naked, covered in honey and tied to a tree, just know that the bear's going to lick you to death before it devours the rest. <laughs> on episode 11. <laughs> Let's see here. Let's start the episode. Let's start this shit. Let's get that shit rolling. I'm like not warmed <laughs> up at all. I was singing Air Supply in the car on the way. How oh, now? That song. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> but I don't feel warmed up. <laughs> All right. I've got to stop moving around too because I'm like sitting on my spare room bed because there's like no, I don't have a desk anymore. I don't have like an office chair. So I'm just like, like rubbing on everything. I don't know. Anyway. It's a comfort. You need like a comfort blanket. Yeah. Well, like one of those, um, oh shoot. I just, I just punched my microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Comfort blanket. Fuck that. (laughs) Fuck this microphone. No, it's like the little, the thunder shirts that they make for dogs when there's, um, like lightning or thunder and lightning and fireworks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Stacy needs a thunder shirt. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just walk around with the thunder shirt on. Maybe I can watch horror movies if I wear my thunder shirt. I'll feel yeah, you can. <laughs> you could also you could also do the human thing and get a a, a weighted blanket. <laughs> oh, yeah. the, same way. the human thing. I'm like automatically going to the dog world. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like oh, they have this for their for their anxiety and to keep them make them feel safe. So I'm gonna wear that. <laughs> it works for dogs. And- It'll work for me. Don't need any of this weighted blanket stuff. <laughs> 
if you just think about how you put it on the dog and trying to put that on you, it's going to go like around your neck and around your waist and that's it. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. <laughs> oh my we can get Thundershirt to sponsor us. Yeah, right? <laughs> I don't know. Or some weighted blanket company. I'm sure we could get them we'll get- to send us like sample weighted yeah. blankets. We'll get some humans to wear those thunder shirts too. <laughs> right? <laughs> I always want to say thunder shirt. A thunder shirt. I always want to sing the imagine. Nothing can harm me because I'm wearing a thunder shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm invincible. <laughs>